is the dog. He got the last laugh on the dog, too, didn't he? <clears throat> Just for a couple moments, I uh, want to share something I know that <clears throat> that people say can come and go, but I, I do know the power of God's Word and how it can help us through uh, some hard times in our lives and difficult times that we go through because it's the extraordinary word of God and, and just want to uh, encourage you just for a couple of moments and I you know I, w- I was giving thought to to Bonnie and and you know it's it's uh, it's people like Bonnie that truly have have made our country great you know it, it would be what I consider old school um, her words were sounding and said what she meant and, and uh, that's what it was and and I so much appreciate that uh, about that generation and hardworking and honest people and um, God has uh, used that generation to make our country great and and sometimes I think we just need to get back to that and get back to a little more simplified life and live in a way that uh, we, we uh, focus on maybe more so a modest living and, and put more emphasis on what truly matters and what's important to you. And I, I am certain that Bonnie loved her family. And I can tell that from conversations that I've had. And, and I so much appreciate uh, what her testimony was of how she lived and loved her family, and I appreciate that. And I, I was reading in... Um, my own devotions and study this week and giving prayer on what to share with you guys for just a few minutes. And, and I read this verse about Jehoiada, and, and Jehoiada was a, was a priest in Israel during the Old Testament. And he had gone through several kings and had been the priest, and, and then it tells us that uh, when it came to the end of his life that it says in Second uh, Chronicles 24 and verse 16, it said, And they buried him in the city of David among the kings, because he had done good in Israel, both toward God and toward his house. Now, I'm not certain, I, I don't remember reading this of any other priest, and, and so I'm not going to say that it's, it's factual. I'm not exactly sure. If so, it's very few, but... Very few priests were buried in the same place as a king. It was a special place that was given honor to only the kings. And But here Jehoiada was one that uh, had left quite a legacy behind and as a priest. And he was honored uh, at his death. And he was honored by being buried uh, next to the other kings during that time, even though he wasn't a king. And... So I was giving thought to this and thinking about Bonnie, thinking about her life and, and her husband and, and, and their hardworking attitude that they had and, and who they were. And, and it just reminded me that maybe these are some of the basics that we need to get back to in our own lives and use them as an example in, in that area and um, work hard. And, and here I think about why would he be buried with the kings Obviously, he had a good testimony that uh, he had a good reputation with those that he dealt with. Now, I know that he was a, he was a, a priest, and so uh, he probably said some things along the way that wasn't very liked by some of the people, even by some of the kings 
when, when they weren't doing what God said that they needed to be doing, Jehoiada was one that would tell the kings that, hey, you need to stand, you need to, to get corrected here and walk straight and do the right thing. And, and But even in all of that, we see that uh, in his life, he was respected because he was honest in what he did. And it reminds me that maybe if we're, we're to have a peaceful life in this, in the time that we have, then maybe one of the first things that we ought to do is be honest in our walk. We need to be honest with God. We need to be honest uh, with ourselves. We need to be honest with those around us and, and make certain that we understand who we are and also understand who God is and let's get things right there with him. And, and so he was honored at his death and I, I appreciate Bonnie and her reputation that she had, and so we honor her today. How much she loved her family, how kind she was to those around. She made the community better. She she made people better and, and uplifted them, and, and I appreciate that. You know, the Bible tells us throughout that uh, Paul wrote several times, and one time in Philippians 1, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. You know, so that people look at you and know, they, they understand we're not perfect. No one is perfect here on this earth other than Jesus is the only one who walked perfectly. But uh, here we can walk without offense by uh, walking in a way that that uh, is honest to others. And Colossians 4, Paul wrote again in verse 5, he said, Walk in wisdom toward them that are without. In 1 Thessalonians 4 and verse 12, he he also wrote that you may walk honestly toward them that are without. You know, I, I think that we need to just remember how some of that generation lived, and it was a simple life, and, and but it was an honest life, and, and because of that, we see that Jehoiada was honored at his death. And so we honor her, too, because of her honest living. We appreciate that and appreciate the example that she set. But he goes on, and it tells us here that they buried him in the city of David among the kings because he had done good in Israel, both toward God and toward his house. You know, I, I, I have, and, and I'm sure that all of us could say the same thing. There just seems to be such a turn that, that has taken in our society over the last few years where uh, hatred is uh, becoming more commonplace. We see more violent crimes that are taking place, even in our small communities around us. And 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 we see that there's a lot of stressful uh, people walking around, a lot of anxious people, and and a, a lot of those things. That and 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 there's just not a whole lot of good going on. Well, here it tells us that Jehoiada that one of the reasons they honored him is because he'd done good in Israel. No, let us be good. Let, let us be good people. Let us be uh, kind neighbors. Let, let us love one another. And can I tell you this? I've probably done now, probably, Wes and I were talking, well over 200 funerals. And I can tell you something that probably hits every family, that life is too short to be fighting with each other. Okay? I mean, just get things right. You know, just just go to one another, and God has placed you in that family for a reason, and there's no reason to let hatred and bitterness and 
the thing that we need to understand is that the people we love most are the ones that hurt us the most because we love them the most. But those are the ones also that the devil would sure like to split things up and instead life's way too short and get things right with your family members and love them like you ought to and and be honest with them and kind to them and just be good people. And life is too short not to be good. And so it tells us that he was good in, in Israel, and, and he was good both toward God and toward his house. Can I tell you, one of the most important things is that you need to make sure that you are good with God. I'm telling you, life is short. I, we, we understand that with little Makai. I mean, th- this world is a hard world. And, and there are bad things that even happen to good people. It's the devil's world that we're walking in today. And it's a cursed world. And, and uh, perfection comes in heaven. And so we're, we're going to go through some real challenges here on earth. And, and, and knowing that and understanding that, then uh, there, there is something much better waiting if you get things right with God. And that's what Jehoiada had done. And, and I can guarantee you that Jehoiada was one that, that as he had done good in Israel, both toward God, he, he knew his responsibilities that he had as a priest and to tell others that they also needed to make those sacrifices and get things right with the Messiah to come and, and make certain that they are ready for this day. Not, not everyone is blessed with 82 years. And we don't know how long we have, and so let us make sure that every day we live, that we live it ready to meet our Savior, ready to meet God, and make certain that that we don't lose sight and focus and thinking that that all we have is just what's here in this world. I'm sorry, but, but money can't pay, and money will not buy what God has. And the only thing that pays for that is sacrifice of Jesus and so make sure and understand that that you are prepared and have uh, made sure that you are good with God tells us in Romans 5 verse 1 therefore being justified that word justified has the idea that I I, I don't want to ask you but remember the day when you had to go if you got like a speeding ticket you couldn't pay that in the mail you had to go you know and look the judge in the eye wasn't that always, man, I went in there one time, and I thought, I mean, you feel really guilty, you know, I mean, I, and, and it, it was one of those Barney Fife setups, too, you know, but I'll pay the ticket, get over it, move on, right, but you just feel so guilty, well, that word justified, you know, it's, it's the judge standing there, at, sitting at his gap, sitting at the throne, sitting there with a the gavel, and he looks at you and says, you are declared righteous, not because of us, because it goes on, says you're justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that good? I mean, we're all in the same boat. We all sin and come short of the glory of God. Don't think you're better than somebody else and that your sin isn't as bad as somebody else uh, else's sin or don't try to compare yourself with anyone else. We're all bad, okay? And, and, and we're stinking. And I'm sure that if Bonnie would come back, she'd look at Deb and, and, and Lynn and say, yeah, you two are stinkers too, right? We know that. We already discussed that. We, we found out Linda's the youngest, and that's why we never had any more kids after her. 
you know, I'm the youngest too, and I guarantee you that's why my mom and dad didn't have any young kids. You know what? We just need to understand that it's through Jesus that we can be justified. And he goes on and he tells us that God commendeth his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You know, the mother's love, I, I am certain by knowing what I've heard about Bonnie, that that if if somebody came and said, there's a choice to be made here, someone's life has to be given up, either yours, Bonnie, or one of your daughters, she would not hesitate to give up her life for her daughter. Well, it tells us that Jesus did that for all of us, every one of us, no matter who we are, what we've done, or where we've been, or whatever has characterized our lives, I want you to know that God has manifested and shown us his love for all of us when he went to that cross and died for us while we were sinners. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. I, I, I don't like to be confrontational, but time's just too short. You guys need to understand that there is coming a day when they're going to have a service for you. And life doesn't end here. Life is, eternal life is forever. And you'll either be in heaven or you're going to be in hell, and it's going to be your choice. It's nobody else's choice to make. And we need to understand that Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice for the sins of the world, and that's for every one of us. And every one of us needs to understand and realize that we need to come humbly to Jesus and look to him and get things right with God. And that's through Jesus seeking forgiveness of what we have done. We have crossed the, we have crossed the boundaries that God said do not cross, and we stepped across those, and now the only way that you are going to find justification is through Jesus. And you need to ask Jesus Christ to be your Savior, trusting him with all of your heart. And when you do that, then you can know that you have made peace with God and you are justified. It's your choice, but you need to make that. I guarantee you if Bonnie was to come back, she would tell you that. And then the last thing it tells us is that he was good with his house. You know, and all the things that, that we have around us and, and, and uh, the, the important things, can I tell you, the most important things that you have, money can't buy that. God has given you that, and what God gives you can't be bought. And you'll find out that the most important things that God has given you are the people in your life. And oh, how we need to be good with our house. And we need to tell them about Jesus, and we need to lead them in a good example of how to prepare them for the day that whenever they are to meet their Savior, that they are ready. It says about Abraham, For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. He was good with his family. That's why I tell you, life's too short. Make sure you get things right with each other and love each other the way that you ought to. Find, find the peace that, that God wants you to have in this crazy world. And there are crazy things, and, and there, are, there are times of grief. There are times where... Look, I know that she was 82 years old, but you know what? You're still going to miss her greatly. And that's
that's okay. She meant a lot to you. That's a good thing. That means that she was focused on helping you, and, and she was a friend, and, and she was your mom, your grandmother, your, your aunt, or your great aunt, or you know, what, just whoever she was in your relationship, and, and, and that's a good thing, but, but I, you just need to know that you need to make peace and, and, and uh, make sure that you are influencing your family and preparing them. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. But then he goes on in that same passage, and I'll leave, I'll leave you with this. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Can I tell you, when the day comes, if you know that you're right with God, that there's no reason to be afraid. And as a matter of fact, God's grace can give you such a peace that you won't be afraid. Just make sure that you're right with God. If you need to call on him and trust him as your savior, it is simple. Realize you're a sinner, that you've crossed the line that God said don't cross. And when you realize and understand that you are a sinner just like the rest of us and that there's only one way that you're going to get to heaven then and that's through the plan that God has made and that's through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. When he did that for you and you call upon him to save you and be your savior, then he will save you. It's by faith that we trust him. It's by faith that he answers us. It's by faith that we know that he'll do everything that he says he'll do in his word. And so we trust him. You know, let, let us live an honorable life so that when we come to this point in time, as the old guy said, let's live in a way that the preacher don't have to lie about us. They don't have to lie about mom. She was a good one. She was a good woman. And we appreciate the influence that she had on so many people. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. I pray that you will be honored and glorified through your word. Work in the hearts of each one. Minister to them. And Lord, we love you. Pray your grace to be overwhelming in the lives of her family and her friends and everyone that's here. And I pray, Father, that you will guide us and direct us in Jesus' name.
conclude the service in just a moment in prayer, but we would like to invite all of you to stay for the meal afterwards. There is a lot of food and uh, would love for you guys to be able to stay, share some memories with each other, and be an encouragement to the family. And uh, I, I know you won't be disappointed. Um, there's a reason why you never see a skinny Baptist. Uh, you, <laughs> you might not lie, so <laughs> some of those skinny people now are going to be mad at me. They're just imposters, so. But no, we would love for all of you to stay and uh, to enjoy the fellowship with each other. And uh, that, that's a part of this uh, that can really, truly be a blessing to all of you. So we'll pray and be dismissed. And then whenever you guys are ready, you can uh, eat at your own uh, leisure and uh, stay as long as you would like. Father, we thank you again for Bonnie. Thank you, Lord, for her family. And Lord, we just thank you for just the, the kind-hearted woman that she was. And Lord, we just pray now that you will bless the family. I pray you bless the meal. I pray you bless the time that they have with each other. And Lord, it'll just be a, just a help in, in healing and, and preparing now for a new normal in their lives. And Lord, we just thank you for the promises of our Savior. Thank you, Lord, for your grace, your mercy, and your love to us. Pray, Father, that you continue to extend your grace upon each one that's here. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys.